Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Slim Jim has Jim Harbaugh accepts his fate. Suspended for the Maryland game. Suspended from the Ohio State game. Should Michigan win those two? Probably back to skull drag Iowa. And what's it mean going forward? Why the Big Ten played this brilliantly. And Michigan trying to throw a little bit of a curveball to make it look like, you know, they may leave the Big Ten. Why that is a little trade craft as well. And the Big Ten ends up smelling like roses in this when it's all said and done. I'll, I'll explain why and why if you want Michigan to continue to be punished, you're a little bit of a hypocrite, a little bit of a hypocrite here, then you're just out for blood. So we're going to look at this. Uh, also, other big news, and I think this stuff is so peculiar. Jameis Winston going to have his number return, returned, retired uh, by Florida State, and it's the smart move. It's the wise move. It's been a decade. And now's the time to do it. They're having a ton of success. This weekend's the perfect time to do it. And, you know, you look back at what Jameis Winston did 10 years ago, where we are today, and are there question marks around Jameis? Probably a little bit. But when it comes to Florida State, he's one of the three best quarterbacks I've ever had. You build a statue of him, for crying out loud. You build him a statue. But can't retire his jersey? Stop it. And last but not least, uh... You know, this is where you start to get to speculation time. There's talk that Ryan Tannehill may end up on the Cleveland Browns for the final, you know, five to six weeks of the season here. Actually, it's two months of the season, isn't it? Yeah, about six weeks of the season here. And not only did that thing get floated, but also at the end of the year, the Bills, coming out of New York, the Bills should think about trading Josh Allen to the Giants if the Giants have the number one pick. That's fascinating, but but there's one that makes even more sense that... That, not that that one makes sense, because it really doesn't. But there's another one out here that's a little peculiar, that I, I kind of like. I kind of like. It involves an NFC North team and an NFC West team, and we'll, we'll get to that as well. So again, Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, Harp on Sports Auditory Rock, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, under the bar heading, Harp on Sports Facebook page, Harp on Sports YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Let's start off with this first. Uh, Jim Harbaugh accepting his fate, accepts his suspension, three games. So Jimmy's going to miss half the year this year, right? He missed the games at the beginning of the year. Now going to miss games here at the end of the year. I don't know if a coach could win a national championship missing half of his games due to suspension, but Jim's had a rough year. Michigan just keeps on winning, though. I think they've weathered the storm. I do. I think they've weathered the storm here because... I look at Jim Harbaugh's suspension in a similar fashion to what I look at it as a PED expansion, expansion, suspension in, in the NFL. I get caught. I get nailed for whatever reason. Okay? Four-game suspension, PEDs. Okay, I serve my time. I come back. Nobody ever sits there with PEDs and says, well, they just did it for that game. What is it? Oh, I'll, 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 I'll all those games up until that point that uh, they're in question. Yeah. Well, now a four-game suspension. Yep. When I come back, am I cheating still? Am I? If you, through falsified means, gain an advantage, once you get caught, coaching is the only time we sit there or 
college programs is the only time we sit there and say, well, we've got to wipe everything away. We don't do that in any other sport. And with Jim Harbaugh, okay, he got caught. Here's his suspension. Three games. That's what we rule it as. You're back. Back for the Big Ten Championship. Back for the rest of it. Now the NCAA can come along and go, well, we're going to tack on more, more onto this. Why? You suspended me. You're watching me like a hawk. All my success after this is good. Isn't it? If I'm Jim Harbaugh and I'm Michigan, I'm saying, how is this any different than somebody testing positive for PEDs? Or an athlete getting in trouble for doing anything and then coming back after suspension, serving his suspension, and now doing things. Look at what happened with Baker Mayfield. Look what happened with Johnny Manziel. Any player that gets in trouble that has to serve a suspension, Tyron Matthew. Anybody that gets in trouble, serves a suspension, comes back after that suspension and plays, yo, well, they, they took money, they cheated. Oh, okay, they cheated up until this point, but they served their time and now they're good to go. The Big Ten gave you an example of what to do. We're going to suspend you for the final three games of the year. If you're Harbaugh in Michigan, you're probably looking around going, okay, we're going to fight this, we're going to fight this, the Penn State game, okay. Well, now I know my assistant coach can do it. We're playing Maryland. I, I know it's at their joint, but we're 19 points. It doesn't matter. If we're Michigan, we win by a point. doesn't matter. The Ohio State game at home, I'm going to be out that one. But if I fight this and I get reinstated, then they come back and go, oh, you need to serve that next game and I have to serve it in the college football playoff or host. So let's take a step back here because um, I think I can beat, I know I can beat Maryland without me. I'm not sure if I can beat, not sure, not sure if I can beat Ohio State without me, but I know for a fact that I'm not beating Georgia, I'm not beating Alabama, I'm probably not beating Oregon without me. So, let's take it now. Let's take it now. That's what this is. And look, the Michigan tried to save face a little bit with the whole, when things started to leak before they accepted this fate, and what you heard earlier in the day on Thursday was what? Michigan may leave the Big Ten. Go where? Go where? Where are you going to go? The ACC? Where is Michigan going to go? The Big 12? Is that what you're going to do? You're going you're gonna to leave the Big Ten in your $85, $90 million payout per game and go join the Big 12 and make $50 million, or per game per year? You're going you're gonna to leave the Big Ten where you're making $90, $95 million a year? You're going to go join the Big 12 and play Kansas State and Iowa State? Is that what you were going to do? Nice try. Nice try. Almost worked, didn't it? Almost worked. Yeah, right. If Michigan's a blue blood in that conference, there's no doubt it is stung if they leave. But where are they going to go? Going to take a $40 million pay cut? Going to take a $40 million, $30 million a year pay cut to stick it to the Big Ten? So let me get this straight. You, Michigan was thinking about leaving the Big Ten, and their punishment was going to be to cost themselves $30 million a year? Good God. Nice try. It's a good way to float this. To, what's what's going on here? They're going to think, thinking about believing the Big Ten. Oh, Jim Harbaugh's accepted his fate. Oh, oh, if he's going to be suspended anymore, it's a spin zone thing. It is. It's a spin zone thing. It reminds me after presidential debates or vice presidential debates, and the spin zone gets in there, and all the candidates start spinning things. It was a way for Michigan to throw a little bit of a curveball in this. To hey, look, if you don't let our guy come back, then we are going to um, we're going to leave the conference. Okay, and go where? Go to the ACC. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it and take our $30 million, $20 million a year loss. Giddy up. Well, the, the Big Ten, when, when it's all said and done, the winners of this and who are the Big Ten are the big winners. And then who are the big winners in this? Well, television network, ESPN. 
because the college football playoff just got a shot of adrenaline and steroids because now you got a villain. Now you got now you've got oh my gosh Harbaugh they cheated did they cheat you have an openly rooting for or against situation and they're playing the us against the world card and I think and, and here's the thing I, I think Michigan is the only team oh yeah, Ohio State can't either I think Michigan's the only team well I don't think I know Michigan can beat Georgia I know Michigan can beat Alabama I don't know if anybody else can. Michigan has the defense to beat both of those schools. I don't know if Oregon does. I don't know if Oregon. I don't know if Oregon can. They can score 25, 28. They, they can score 30, 32 points. But I, I think Georgia could hold Pac-12 defense. I think Georgia could hang a forty burger on them. Georgia not hanging a forty burger on Michigan. Alabama not hanging a forty spot on Michigan. So, man, the dynamics of this are fascinating, and. Again, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, my spin on this is it's no different than an NFL player with a PED suspension gets caught. Did, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, they did. I was going to say, the year that Brady, no, they didn't. They got beat, didn't they? They lost to the uh, Broncos. I was going to say, the year Brady got nailed for Spygate. Maybe this is the best example. Bill Belichick Spygate, or Bill Belichick Deflategate. Deflating balls, cheating, deflating balls, cheating. Stealing the other team's signals. Okay, we're going to take away a draft pick. They didn't take away games. They didn't take away Super Bowls. Maybe a better example than the PEDs is if I am Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, he's like, oh, you got, you got, to, you got to take away their championship even, even after this. No, nah, now you're getting greedy. Now, 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 now you're three-game suspension. Tom, Tom Brady got four for deflating footballs. They come out and won the Super Bowl that year. You would have said, oh, take the Super Bowl away because they were deflating foot. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. Spygate filming the other team. Okay, we're going to take away a draft pick. You punished them. Here's the punishment. And every game now is on the up and up, right? Well, what if you find out down the road they cheat? Then you take it away. You bet you can. Fascinating stuff here with Michigan. Well played. Well played by Michigan. Well played by the Big Ten. Now, the only curveball in all of this is what? If Ohio State wins. Ohio State wins. You sit there and say, well, if we had a hardball, we'd have beat them. But either way, the minute the Big Ten realized, man, Ohio State, Michigan on this collision course, we're going to get one team in the college football playoff. May still get two. Be hard to get there, though. I'm uh, going to need some chaos to ensue for that to happen. All right. From that to this. Collegiately, most schools now, if you win the Heisman Trophy, they build a statue of you. Especially in SEC land, especially in the South. You and the Heisman Trophy are going to build a statue of you. We are. You know, of course, Florida has their three. Florida State has their three. Winston, Winky, Charlie Ward. And they're going to retire Jameson's, James Winston's jersey, Florida State. They should. Now you look back on what happened a decade ago with the crabs and the jumping on the table and saying he's going to grab them by the the things that took place and the alleged sexual assault, the investigation, everything that went into that, the lawsuit, the settlement, everything that went into that. Yep. Ugly situation there at the time. You built a statue of him, didn't you? You built... You have his Heisman Trophy on display, don't you? Maybe, maybe that's a better example. Oh, I don't know if we can retire Jameis Winston's jersey. Do you claim his Heisman Trophy? Do you have a display case for his trophy? Do you have a display case for Jameis Winston's trophy... It's Heisman Trophy. You claim that your school's won three Heisman Trophies. 
but it's beneath you to retire his jersey. What's amazing about this, it's hard to believe it's been a decade, well, nine, well, it's been a decade since he won the Heisman. But is a decade long enough for this? Is it? Florida didn't wait that long for Tebow. Well, it's different. James was a Heisman finalist twice, won a national championship, went undefeated the whole entire next season, then lost in the college first college football playoff. What was he, like 20? What was he, ridiculous? Because that year before they went, what, like 13-1 and one and beat Northern Illinois? What was he, something ridiculous at, at one point? He was like 35 or 37-1 and one as a starter. Then he ended up losing to Oregon, so like 37-2. and two. You look at that run that he had as a starting quarterback. I mean... Over a 39-game stretch, was he like 37-2, and two, wasn't he? Something ridiculous, 36-2, and two, something like that? His three years as a starting quarterback, he was like 36-2? and two. <sighs> That's pretty remarkable. And to me, you know, Jimbo Fisher's not there. You're, look, if you'd have done this three or four years ago when this team's four and six, I get it. I get it. But now you're 10-0. and 0, You're at home. You can honor the man. Oh, he's got his question marks. Yeah, you bet he did. And so did Brett Favre. And the Packers retired his jersey. And other guys have question marks too about them. But this whole thing of where we are now and what happened there, and it's been a decade, and you've got his Heisman Trophy on display, and if there's a time to do it, now's the time to do it. You're undefeated. You're in the national title hunt. Florida State football is back. You can say that. You bet you can. Florida State's back. So yeah, why not do it? Do it. It's time. Do it. It's the right time. Go for it. We're going to wait two more years? Three more years? I think pretty much you're talking what Charlie Ward did. He was the first. He was the big one, right? And then what Winky did coming in and you know, beating Josh Heupel out for the Heisman. Okay. And then what Winston did, extremely impressive. Extremely impressive what Jameis Winston did. And what did, I, what did I say, 36 and 2? He did the best run of any Florida State quarterback ever. So, Charlie Ward, Chris Winkie, yeah, Jameis Winston makes sense. Actually, Jameis Winston has the greatest run of any Florida State quarterback ever. Makes more, and that's saying something for those Bobby Bowling teams that won 10 games, 11 games, 10 games every single year. What Bobby win? 10 games. Every single year for like nine straight years, ten straight years. That's obscene what he did. A decade straight of double-digit wins. That's just obscene. In the top six or top seven, eight out of nine years. That's just ridiculous what he did. Extremely impressive. So, yeah. Winston, the Winston Warriors supporting him here. They should. They have no problem with Jameis Winston getting his jersey retired. Or number retired. No problem. At all. Uh, one to wrap with this. You start to hear about quarterback movement in the NFL. You know, Joe Burrow being hurt now. It's hard to believe at the beginning of the year that, you know, you looked at the Ascension last year and what happened with the Bills and DeVar Hamlin and the Bengals. Having the Chiefs on the rope, actually had the Chiefs beat in Arrowhead last year in the AFC Championship game. And a late hit out of bounds. Mahomes, the Chiefs kicked the field goal. They beat the Bengals. Uh, you thought, okay, well, look. This year, it, you know, the Chiefs lose a ton. And the Bengals and the Bills seem to be hitting their stride in all these injuries. So, 
Bengals and Bills look like they may be on the outside looking in when it comes to the postseason, and just like we all thought the Steelers and Browns would be right there. Um, with the Jets lurking. I do see this, though. All right, There's talk now with Deshaun Watson being out that Ryan Tannehill, they'll find a way to get Ryan Tannehill on the Browns. Okay, I, financially, I guess you could make it work. Does that make you a playoff team? You, you look at the Vikings looking around going, let's go get Josh Dobbs. Vikings not bailing on the season. Ryan Tannehill you know, is available. I don't know how many other quarterbacks out there could come and give you a boost at this point. They Will Levis, they've already moved on in, in Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, you bet. If you're the Titans, yeah, you're going nowhere. If you can get a fifth-round pick or something like that out of the Browns for this, you bet. Ryan Tannehill's not going to be back next year. You can save $10 million. You've got your quarterback of the future out there, at least for the next five or six games. See what he can do. If you're the Titans and you have a chance to do this, of course you do it. Uh, here's the thing in this, though. It, it starts to bring up other questions because I mentioned the Bills. And, again, this is where this fun narrative begins. Trade speak. like, And it's fascinating because when I heard it, I'm like, wait a second. Well, you know, I, I don't know. You wonder, Josh Allen, he's a generational quarterback, but got over 30 turnovers the last two years. That's a lot. Josh Allen has over 30 turnovers the last two years, and we still have another six weeks to go. Dude, turn the ball. That's a lot. That's a lot of turnovers for a quarterback, especially a quarterback that's in his prime. So, coming out of New York, the discussion that, you know what? If the Giants end up with the worst record in the NFL, Giants should trade the number one overall pick to the Bills for Josh Allen, and the Bills can hit the reset button and draft Caleb Williams. I'm like, why? Come on, Daniel Jones. You owe him 55 million. Got to pay Josh Allen $25 million. What are, you, what are you thinking here? $70 million? Come on. Come on. But then you start to think, wait a second. If, you, if you're the Bills, would you do that? If, if you, and at first I was like, there's no way. Come on. Can you imagine trading Josh Allen to the Giants? He goes to the Giants and succeeds. And Caleb Williams doesn't work. But then again, Josh Allen is knocking on the door at 30. You get to hit the reset button and start over with Caleb Williams. Ooh. And do you want these guys in their rookie contracts? You wouldn't have to really worry about Caleb Williams getting a big payday for five or six more years. Um, if you were 100% sold on him, yeah. Maybe? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Do, do, you think, do you think Josh Allen? This is what you have to ask yourself if you're the Bengals. Or Bengals, sorry, the Bills. Do you think when Joe Burrow gets healthy, do you see Josh Allen? Out-navigating in the next five years, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Tua Tungaviola. Do you see him out maneuvering those guys? Oh, let's not forget C.J. Stroud. Welcome to the party, pal. I don't know what Anthony Richardson's going to give the Colts, but do, do, look at the rest of the AFC. Pickett and Pittsburgh. Do you see Lamar Jackson? Do, do you see Josh Allen figuring that out? Because you're like, I don't know about this. Well, then you hit the reset button, don't you? F fascinating. But it, it's funny because through all this, I thought, well, wait a second, there's got to be one out here that would make sense, right? And the one that I was looking at that would make sense. Now, again, I don't know if you're going to get access to him. I don't. And, you know, they just traded for Josh Dobbs. So I, I'm going to bring the Vikings back into this equation. If you're the Vikings, 
and they just may play themselves out of this pick. And God knows the Texans have done enough that you're not going to get a... I mean, you may be picking in the 20s when it's all said and done with the Texans pick. I thought, well, maybe the Arizona Cardinals, if they fall apart, you could swing it. Now, you'd have to be picking second, right, if you're Arizona. And you love May or Caleb Williams. You could swing it, couldn't you? If you were sitting there and you're the Arizona Cardinals and you got the second pick in the draft and a team like the Minnesota Vikings comes along and says, hey, how about we give you uh, the 21st overall pick for Kyler Murray? If you're Arizona, would you trade a first-round pick or second-round pick, you know, trade away Kyler Murray, get a, get the Vikings' first-round pick in exchange, and all of a sudden, you're Arizona, you got the new, number two overall pick, you draft May or Caleb Williams, whichever, and you, look, or Jaden Daniels, you're going to have your pick. Do you do that? Or if you're the Vikings, do you sit back there at 18 or 19 and go, we're just going to wait? you got Josh Dobbs now, but is he the type of guy that is your future? I was trying to think of other court, other, other situations, like the Josh Allen one's fascinating if you're guaranteed the number one pick. But also, what if you're the number two pick? Who's got you? The Patriots at number two? If I don't, I don't see the Patriots trading for Kyler Murray. They don't. But what other situations present themselves? We've got the Tannehill situation with Cleveland which would be more of a Josh Dobbs situation. You've got the fascinating Josh Allen to the Giants discussion, which, look, that realistic approach, that, that not going to happen. I don't know if I have the Giants. I'm $55 million on the hook for Daniel Jones for two more years. So i got $110 million tied up in him. Plus, I've got, what, i got to pay Josh Allen $50 million? Where am I going to get some relief? You can say goodbye to Saquon Barkley. I'd have to get some relief somewhere with a lot of this dead money, this guaranteed money that... I'd have to tack on money to Josh Allen's at the end and make turn that into like a Deshaun Watson type of deal, which is oh my god! Do do I want to do that? Again, the other one, the other fascinating one, fascinating one, to me is the Kyler Murray. I mean, if you're second overall and you're Arizona, would you trade Kyler to the Vikings? Would you would you want would you want him? Indoor guy, move the ball around. He looked great. The problem with this is Arizona is going to play themselves completely out of this completely out of this. Then other scenarios start to present themselves. I'm trying to think of any other veteran quarterbacks in their mid-30s that, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to be available next year. Where does he end up? Well, you've got other scenarios that could let play itself out. You've got so many, you could have five quarterbacks going in the top ten this year. You could have May, Williams, Jaden Daniels, right? McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., I mean, you could, have, you could have eight or nine quarterbacks going the first round. Pretty crazy stuff. So, dude, if you really fall in love with one, that one, those top two spots are going to be interesting. They always are. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram. Take us in. Auditory route. Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harp on Sports Facebook page, Harp on Sports YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused. Stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.